0: This episode of the Real Life Rebel podcast is brought to you by the Good Enough Gang. It's a safe space that's full of like-minded women. Inside, you'll find fun, learning and connection. Join now via the link in the show notes. the Real Life Rebel podcast. I'm your host, Lucianne Lewis, and this episode, I've got a special guest. Sharon is with me today. She's a movement teacher, energy healer, and virtual assistant. She's a yoga detour and restorative trained. Her form of movement training incorporates functional movement, mindfulness techniques, strength building, and kind awareness with a bit of yoga asana. That's the physical postures woven through. Sharon is passionate about practices that help our bodies to move well on and off the mat whilst building strength and mobility without pain and believes that these practices are accessible and inclusive to all. Through her energy healing work, she supports her clients to clear out limitations and overcome challenges in their life that stop them from living their life well, with ease and joy. Her virtual assistant business supports clients with admin and marketing, and incorporates the same holistic approach. Sharon, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've actually been a friend and client of Sharon's for how, for,
1: how long? oh my god, that's a good question. Um or maybe close to a year. Well, yeah, a year as a client, exactly. much longer probably as a friend because we've yeah. kind of been in the online space together for a while.
0: I would yes, I would agree with with that estimation. I think mm. yes. We've moved in the same circles for a while. We have. We have. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good circles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um and so I've
0: had some um energy healing with Sharon, which is amazing. Too much fun. Yeah, so good. And um and I actually did my first yoga class with you this morning.
1: It was fun. I was so excited that you were there.
0: <laughs> it was so good. And um the thing I loved about it was um how you were just like you can do whatever you want with your arms. (laughs) You know, like, it wasn't like you have to, your arms have to be like this position and you have to hold it. Like, I love that about it. because, like, like, I don't care what you're doing with that. Do whatever you like. (laughs) Exactly. Because it felt like so much more comfortable for me. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and, you know,
0: being a complete beginner and also someone in a bigger body, like, it was just so much easier for me to do what felt right while still being able to join in
1: yeah and that's a like a really big thing for me because as you know i'm in a bigger body as well and i would go to classes and they'd say put this here and put that there and i'd go dude i can't like my Mm. thigh is in the way or my belly's in the way or my arm just doesn't move there so Mm. yeah it's a big thing for me you need to do what works for your body
0: yes i love that
1: <laughs> I love that too <laughs> And look, it's not just about like the size of your body, but everyone's body is different. So some people have less ankle mobility or some people have shorter arms in relation to their legs. We're not going to look the same all the time. Mm. So we have to work with what we've got and appreciate what we've got. Yes, yeah.
0: I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it might, like I say, it made the class um, just so enjoyable for me.
1: Like, and now oh, I
0: want to yeah. do more. <laughs> Good. I,
1: That's I feel, the whole point. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. So you should. You should leave a class. And my whole aim is that you leave my class and you go, awesome. Now I feel like going for a walk. Or now I want to do that again. Or now I feel energized and empowered about my day. I don't want you to walk out of my class and go, oh, crap, now my shoulder hurts or, mm. oh, I feel really exhausted. I just need to lay down for the rest of the day. That's not where we want to go with this. We yes. want to feel good about ourselves at the end.
0: Yes. And I, I, really, um, I really do feel like like, I'm sitting here and my shoulders feel like they don't feel tight, like they're, they're loose yes. and, and they feel like they've been worked but not overworked.
1: Absolutely. They've been worked in the way that they are built to work. So I think I said in the class, we get a lot of pain and injury when we try to substitute other parts of the body. So Mm -hmm. when we ask our neck to do the work of our shoulder, well, we're going to hurt our neck. It's not built for that. It doesn't have the biomechanics and the the muscles and the things to support shoulder work. Mm -hmm. So we get specific and we ask our parts of the body do what they're made to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I always like, I like it to, if I asked my husband to come and teach the yoga class, it would not work. <laughs> it would be a disaster. He's yep. not made for that work, just like I'm not made to do his work. They're very yep. different roles. So our body's the same. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, and yeah, I think that a lot of the time when we go to and not just yoga classes but anything that you know I put under the banner I guess of movement Mm -hmm. so fitness classes the gym you know the conga class whatever it is that you're going to we get really worried about doing what the instructor tells us and trying to make it look like what they look like and that Mm. doesn't work for people because they look different yeah
0: Absolutely. Yeah, there's no one-size-fits-all. No, <laughs> if only there was.
1: My job would be yeah. so much easier. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I guess, one, that's what makes you stand out as, you know, as a teacher um, because you are doing things so differently. Um, yeah. And so I guess maybe tell me a little bit about, tell me a little bit about what, um, you know, got you started how I became and how, and, how, and how how that feels and looks for you
1: absolutely so I um I have practiced yoga and I'd say that in quotation marks for probably about 12 years um, the first time I went to yoga class I hated it and said I'm never going back that was horrendous I don't want to ever do that again and now I'm teaching it um, but I had quite an inconsistent practice So there were times in my life when I went to yoga, you know, three times a week and I loved it. But there were plenty of times where I dipped and just went, I hate this practice. Why am I doing it? And Mm. that was really because this beautiful practice that brought me all this kind of internal, um, I guess, peace and calm kept hurting my body. Mm. No matter what I did, I would aggravate my shoulder and i'd be saying oh i have a dodgy neck or what i had all these dodgy parts of my body and so i blamed my body for mm-hmm. that it wasn't my body it was the practice so the practice was leading me to injure myself and i got really disheartened with it um i got to the point of those people that know yoga will um understand what vinyasa is is kind of a little sort of I guess a sequence it's a linking sequence in yoga and you you come from plank and you lower yourself down I couldn't do it every time I did it I would end up with a migraine and I would hurt myself and I got to the point where it's just like I don't want to do this anymore I hate this I'm not doing it Um, and I was listening to a podcast ironically (laughs) by um, someone who is now a friend of mine Cora Giroux she was interviewing um, Cecily Milne from Yoga Detour and it was like The heavens opened and I was like, this makes so much more sense. Um, And she was basically telling the same story that I had, though she had gone through it more intensely. So she had practiced Ashtanga and taught it for a long time and, again, got injured like many of us do in yoga and was disheartened with the practice. And so took what was yoga and moved it into a more functional space rather than aesthetic. And I was like, this is where I need to be. Cool, who's doing this in Australia? Who's doing this in Perth? Oh, nobody. Mm. (laughs) Fantastic, great. (laughs) So I had no one to practice. Like, I couldn't go to a class. There was really no one that was teaching in this way. Mm. Um, And so I searched and searched and searched for all different kind of places. I I couldn't find any. So on the advice of Cecily, I went and did my yoga teacher training, which – was was horrible <laughs> really the yeah. amount of crying that i did and the you know the soul crushingness of it was really difficult mm. but i got through it and then i went on to train with cecily in melbourne when she came over and those two experiences were polar opposites for me yeah in so many ways yeah so that that's kind of the long version of
0: <laughs> no it's great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: So happens
0: when you let me talk. No, I love that. I love that. Um, I love that you were able to recognise that um, it wasn't your body and it wasn't you. It was the practice, because so many people blame themselves and blame their bodies that they can't. Their body's not doing something right. When actually, it's not that
1: at all. No. We, we constantly are saying how broken we are, how weak we are, how incapable we are. And I hear it in classes all the time and I usually do call people on it. Oh, I've got a, a dodgy shoulder or, oh, my knee, you know, my knee just doesn't do that. Like, yeah. you know, blaming body parts for it. And we try and really focus in our classes on let's not like do the whole, I can't do that. Let's just look at what you can do. Yes. let take this movement, explore it, see what it feels like. Like, what does this feel like? What's the difference if you move different parts or you do this or you do that, how does your body adjust to it? Mm. rather than, oh, I'm broken?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, And I guess the more gentle you are, and the more um you practice it, the more fluid you sort of become as well. Is that
1: I suppose so, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of my students would say that um guess not particularly gentle, yeah um. So, and the class we did this morning, I you know, it's it was a flow class, so it mm. was a lot more gentle. The other um class that I offer at the moment is called Strength and Mobility, and it, yeah. it's hard like you can take it as hard as you want. And usually, my students like I'll come back the next week and I'll go, How are you? They go, Oh, god, you know, my hamstrings, yes, yeah, you know, three days afterwards, or my shoulders, like it's definitely on par with going to the gym and lifting weights when you do a strength and mobility class like you can build some serious you know fitness and strength with um, without anything just by using your body weight some of the stuff we do is pretty hard so having said that it's not we're not pushing our bodies into a place that they can't go and we're working really specifically on specific areas So we don't injure ourselves usually. Normally people say, oh, I feel less pain than I did when I first came in. Yeah. Um, So I guess
0: um, your whole um, aesthetic is not um, things not
1: sort of looking as they, quotation marks, should look. Absolutely. Um, I think when I did my my initial teacher training, I was thinking about this this morning and there was so much time spent on Let's take this asana and let's look at it and let's, you know, work out where the body should be. And I do not use a single part of those hours and hours of analysing everything. Um, I think for me, they're just not functional. Mm. So we tell people, for example, like, don't take your knee over your ankle. We hear this all the time in yoga classes. Mm. But then what happens when you walk up the stairs? Yes. And they automatically goes over your ankle. Of course, so yeah. Why would we on the mat, when we're meant to be building our strength and mobility and flexibility, not take our body into ranges of motion that it's going to go into in our daily life? It yes. makes no sense. Yeah. So, yeah, alignment cues are just, I don't use them. Mm. so <laughs> at all. And some people might think that that is irresponsible or I don't know, but my students don't usually get injured. And yeah. they usually have less pain, so that to me says this is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this—I I experienced the same when I went to Melbourne for five days to train with Yoga Detour. I went in pain. I—I ha- I was already in pain. I was stressed about leaving my kids. My shoulder hurt. My hip hurt. You know, everything hurt. Got on a plane, hurt even more. Got there. The first day, she said to us, "I'm not going to take you into any." positions where you are going to hurt yourself and I was like okay cool and I thought that's interesting she, like we didn't even tell her if we had injuries which is a big thing in yoga class like you've got to make sure you ask if anyone's got an injury because we don't want to break them
0: mm. we'll break them anyway but anyhow
1: but I came out of that first day and I went oh well now my shoulder actually has stopped hurting and then the next day I was like well now my hip's not hurting and I went home feeling better than I did when I went, even though I'd done really intense activities, really hard, hard stuff, we were dripping with sweat mm. and my body hurt less. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where we all should be. And that's kind of what I want for all of my students. to have. Yes. that.
0: yes definitely I mean you know one of the things that keeps me away from um going to the gym or going to classes is that um is is the pain that I experience afterwards and you know that was the 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 notable point of difference after your class and that's just after one class um you know is that actually I don't feel any pain in my body I feel um you know like I feel like I've worked like yeah and I feel really good, but I don't yeah. feel any, any pain and, no. and yeah, you know, definitely felt um, like as we were doing it, I was definitely, um, you know, even though it was, it was slow and it was flowing, still worked up a sweat, still, you know, all of that sort of stuff that you um, associate with working out or with, with, you know, a, a you know, tough yoga class, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's not easy. It's not going to be an easy class. People can make it easy if they want to, but if you come and you want to work, you can work in this class. Um, yeah. When I trained in Melbourne, that you know, I was in a room of thirty-two. I think people. These were all bar one. I think yoga teachers. Some of these people had been doing functional movement training for a long time. They were they were muscular, like they're really fit people. Mm. Um, and they found this stuff hard. They found it as hard as I did. We all found it hard because you are using your own body weight, you're using your own range mm. of motion. You're taking yourself to where you need to get to. And so everyone works at that same level. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yes. Yeah. I love
0: it. And I love oh yeah. It's great. I had so much fun. Oh
1: <coughs> uh, yay. And
0: um <laughs> I have fun. <laughs> Good. And I love um, you know, at the time of recording this we're kind of at the um I guess what two week mark of being in sort of coronavirus territory yeah. and even almost in being England. in yeah being in lockdown and um you've found a way around that by bringing your classes online which Absolutely. has actually made them even more accessible now I guess Right. Um,
1: because I can join them now. <laughs> um, I know. And I've had that from lots of people. And people who couldn't come at that time can just watch the replay. Yes. So they're like, I can do this anytime. I can do it three times a day if I want to. Great. Replay it. Oh, I can I mean, do it with my kids screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> which was, was me made, made this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. You can ignore them. No one else can hear them. Exactly. Do what you want. You yeah. can do it naked if you want. Someone said to me <laughs> yesterday, they said you can just do your classes naked. And I went, Yeah, you, you can. Just turn the video <laughs> off. Yeah, as long as the video. I'm is. all for body love, but <laughs> turn the video off and you can be naked. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want everyone to see you naked, but whatever. I don't know. I might start charging people more if someone's <laughs> yeah. gonna be naked. <laughs> maybe that's that's a new niche, maybe naked. Yeah, maybe. it's a new niche, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, in your pajamas or, you know, often we go to like a yoga class or a fitness class and we think, oh, well, you know, I could have had students that have gone and bought leggings and stuff to wear to yoga because that's the expectation that, you know, you have to look the part. You don't have to when you're online. Like you don't have to anyway in my classes. But, you know, if you want to wear a skirt in practice, go ahead. If you want to wear your trackadaxe, like wear your pajamas. I don't care. Don't do your hair. It's good. So, yeah, it definitely opens it up to a lot more people. Um, and I think I was just lucky that I already had all these skills from being a VA that I, I knew how to set this up. Yes. But also a lot of um, kind of my sort of the teachers that I follow and are connected to on social media are from the US and Canada. Mm-hmm. So they've locked down a lot earlier. Than we have, and so I've been able to watch their progress and go, yeah, cool. I need to get this online, yeah, sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah The online world. and <laughs> I, I mean, like I say, it's been really, um, like I say, made it um, so accessible, but also um, there's all the other things that come out of it as well. So not only um, can you keep uh, providing um, for your students and your community. And now reach more people, but we can still at the same time support you. So, yeah, yeah, it gives. Yeah.
1: And I guess, having said that, too, like, I mean, there's a lot of talk at the moment in the yoga community. Um, I was having a a debate with someone earlier on on social media, which I should know better, but there's a lot of places that are offering classes for free or really, really, really freaking cheap. Mm. So, I understand why they're doing that I understand they want to support their community I also understand that for some students there's there's a fear factor they're like crap you know we're going to lose all our students let's just make it really cheap and they'll all come in but there are ways around that um and Cora who I mentioned earlier on who is over on Instagram and she is amazing if you are a yoga teacher and movement teacher she's great to follow Um, she's a teacher's club at the moment too but she kind of was giving all these hints as to what you could do if you still want to support your community, but you actually need to make a living. I yes. can't do this for free. I like, no, I'm free, but I can. Yes. So, you know, like there's a lot of things you can do. Like I say to people, if you want to barter something, if you've got something you want to barter with me for classes, I'm totally open to that. I've bartered yeah. chickens for yoga classes before. I've had Amazing. chickens. If you um, just can't afford it, and you just don't have anything, just send me a message and I'll just discount it. Like, if mm. you're honestly, you know, strapped, then I'm not going to say, no, don't come to the class. And then there are lots of studios that are doing, like, a pay what you can, all of those kind of things, or just sort of social discounting, whether just, yes. you know, saying this group and that group, I'm going to give this to you for cheaper or free. So I think you can satisfy both needs in the online spectrum without just giving yes. away all the value of what you do (laughs) absolutely
0: yes Yes. i agree absolutely yeah Yeah. um i guess also sharon i just want to touch on a little bit about your energy healing as well because i have found that so beneficial um in my life (laughs) and just at times when i'm feeling like i need a little bit of extra support like it's been amazing to come and see you so, Thank can you you. tell me a little bit about. I'll tell the listeners a little bit about
1: that. Sure. Um. So it's so I do access bars. Um, it's a healing modality. Um, and I have done that for oh gosh, I don't know, a long time. Not a long time, but maybe eighteen months. It feels mm-hmm. like a long time because it's um it's really different. I tried a lot of different things, and this was the first thing that really made a difference to me. I had. When I had shoulder pain, it was the thing that helped me move that on. Mm. Um, and anxiety. I suffered from really, really debilitating anxiety for a long time. And that was the turning point finding the tools of access. So we do a hands on um, healing process, which you've come um, to. And then we also do, we also have a whole heap of other tools that come under the access conscious um, banner um which involves some like verbal verbal clearing and little things that people can do at home. So at the moment, I'm offering that online, obviously, mm-hmm. but I can't, it's not a distance healing modality. So it's not something that I can run someone's bars online. Mm. What I'm instead offering is those other tools. So yeah. it's, it's more like a kind of sort of a, a, I guess a coaching clearing sort of thing going on. Um, rather than the hands on stuff, can't mm. wait for this virus to be gone and I can start touching. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really bad, <laughs> but that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ideas behind everything that we do in Access is we are clearing out all the gunk that you accumulate, all the stuff from everyone else, from the world, you know, the, from past lives, if you believe in that, all of that stuff, and we just wipe it out. Yeah. So a lot of the time yeah. in other modalities, they'll kind of like bring stuff up and sort of go through it. No, nah, we're just going to pull it up and get rid of it. Let's yeah. just throw it out because we just don't need it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, it's super fun. It's yes, fun it is.
0: <laughs> it's so powerful too. I remember in one of my sessions, yeah. um, it, was, it, it was definitely stuff from a past life. And when you'd, you'd mentioned mm. that or you'd said something to me and I, it was an immediate emotional response yeah Uh, while you were clearing it out and it was just it's it's so it's so super powerful and I urge anyone like when all this is over to go (laughs) have um a session
1: because it's um my gosh it's it's life-changing it really is absolutely and I don't know if you noticed but I used some of that in the meditation that we did today Mm -hmm. so and I have been using access tools a lot more in our meditations in classes just simple stuff like asking people what are you feeling right now and where does that come from Mm
0: -hmm. and if
1: it's not yours can we start to send it back and I'll actually start to run the clearing statements in my head i'll talk them out in my head while we're doing the meditation yeah um and it's interesting last the last class that i taught in person i used quite a few access tools and one of my students at the end said that was like amazing like my my shoulder or whatever it was that was hurting for her i can't remember what it was but she said it's just gone And like i literally thought it dissipate what did you do what was that and I was like oh okay well (laughs) amazing (laughs) let me tell you about this yeah so it's really cool that even that kind of modality that's hands-on those tools are still able to be incorporated in to other parts of of life and online so yeah super fun that's awesome yeah well
0: um thank you so much for being on the podcast today sharon
1: Thank you for having have fun. me. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed our little chat. I have. I have. I have. Um, it's so much fun. Good. That's
0: that's what it's about, just fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I'll link all Sharon's details in the show notes so you can um, check her out, follow her socials, do a class. Um, and yeah. That pretty much wraps up this episode. Um, Don't forget to follow me on the socials as well. Um, Join my gang and have fun. We'll see you next time.